From The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Kristen Amiot. It's Friday, October 6. Five years after former Prime Minister Scott Morrison pulled Australia out of the UN's Green Climate Fund, the Albanese government is diving back in. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says Australia will make a modest financial contribution to resume its membership before the end of the year. The leader of New Zealand's Libertarian ACT Party will push for inclusion in the second pillar of the historic AUKUS Pact. David Seymour says NZ made a strategic mistake when it signed a free trade agreement with China in 2008 and has committed to doubling the nation's defence budget if he joins the coalition at next week's election. The sensational fraud trial of former cryptocurrency golden boy Sam Bankman-Fried got underway in a Manhattan court this week. In today's episode, we unpack the FTX founder's fall from grace and what it means for the future of crypto. Well, my biggest concern is regular people who've lost a lot of money. You know, 40 to 50 million Americans invested in cryptocurrency. Most of them have lost money. Um, Cryptocurrency, the market, closely resembles a Ponzi scheme or multi-level market. The voice you just heard was that of actor Ben McKenzie. Yep, the same Ben McKenzie who played heartthrob Ryan Atwood in the mid-noughties teen drama The O.C. Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Okay. What he's talking about in that clip you heard at the top is about as far away from the Cohen's pool house as you can get. It's the flaws in the multi-billion dollar cryptocurrency industry. See, what most people are only just discovering about Ben McKenzie is that he has a degree in economics. And in the last year, his well-informed scepticism of cryptocurrency has made him the unexpected face of the pushback against it. Around the same time this interview took place, dozens of McKenzie's fellow celebs were getting themselves into all kinds of crypto-related trouble. Tom Brady, Giselle Bündchen, David Ortiz. It's actually a list of names now facing a huge lawsuit for the crypto crash. Among those being charged are actress Lindsay Lohan, influencer and boxer Jake Paul, rapper Soulja Boy and singer Neo. The SEC is charging Kim Kardashian uh, for her post on Instagram last year and endorsed a crypto asset without disclosing how much she was paid to promote it. But there's still no one McKenzie disapproves of more than Sam Bankman-Fried, the billionaire founder of a cryptocurrency exchange called FTX. Here's McKenzie talking to late-night TV host Bill Maher. But the numbers in crypto are not real. A million people lost access to their accounts at FTX. 1.2 million Americans. Lost access. They can't get their money out. Because? Because he was running a Ponzi scheme. Because he stole it. (laughs) Because he stole it. 31-year-old Sam Bankman-Fried looks either exactly as you'd imagine a billionaire cryptocurrency founder to look, or nothing like you'd expect a billionaire cryptocurrency founder to look, depending on what you think a billionaire cryptocurrency founder should look like. He has what can only be described as a mop of curls and is more likely to sport a t-shirt and shorts than an expensive suit. He founded a hedge fund called Alameda Research in 2017, shortly after graduating from the prestigious Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT. FTX came along just two years later and quickly became one of the biggest cryptocurrency exchanges on the planet. Basically, that's where people can buy and sell digital currencies like Bitcoin. 
At its height, Bankman-Fried's personal net worth was around 26 billion US dollars. He was a bona fide cryptocurrency golden boy. He featured comfortably in rich lists and even came to be known by his initials, SBF, by crypto bros around the world. He also spent a lot of time talking about crypto regulation with lawmakers in Washington. And then it all fell apart. From crypto king to criminal suspect, Sam Bankman-Fried's stunning fall has just gotten worse for him. This FTX filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, the company's controversial chief executive, Sam Bankman-Fried, resigning as CEO and will remain to assist. Breaking news overnight. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried arrested in the Bahamas, set to face a judge this morning after U.S. prosecutors filed criminal charges. Bankman-Fried was extradited to the U.S. in early December after prosecutors in New York filed criminal charges against him. A few days before Christmas, on December 22, he was released on a bond of 250 million US dollars. Sam Bankman-Fried is moving back in his parents' house as part of his 250 million dollar bail agreement. He appeared in a Manhattan court yesterday. How are the mighty fallen? Sam Bankman-Fried is charged with three crimes. One, using a sophisticated scheme to steal billions of dollars from FTX customers. Basically, the money was funneled from FTX to Alameda Research and then loaned to FTX executives. It's alleged that money was used for everything from real estate purchases to political donations. Second, Bankman-Fried is accused of lying to his big money backers about the financial position of FTX. And third, he's alleged to have violated the United States anti-corruption law. That's because he allegedly tried to bribe Chinese government officials to unfreeze cryptocurrency worth more than a billion US dollars. Back in May, Bankman-Fried tried to convince a judge to dismiss most of the charges against him, saying the case was rushed by the Justice Department, which was gunning for an easy win. The judge didn't buy it, and on Wednesday, Sam Bankman-Fried went on trial in New York. His commute to the courthouse was a short one. Bankman-Fried's bail, which you'll remember cost him a quarter of a billion US dollars, was revoked in August. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried is behind bars tonight after prosecutors accused him of trying to influence witnesses and a judge revoked his bail. This trial only focuses on that first crime, the stacks of money Bankman-Fried allegedly stole from FTX customers. He'll face the music for the alleged bank fraud and corruption charges early next year. It's a jury trial and it's expected to take about six weeks. It's already spicy too. Three of Bankman-Fried's close former colleagues have already pleaded guilty to fraud charges, the same charges he'll attempt to argue he's innocent of. They've also all agreed to give evidence against him. Oh, and one of them, Caroline Ellison, is his ex-girlfriend. Prosecutors say it's shaping up to be one of the biggest financial fraud trials in the nation's history. If he's found guilty on all seven counts, Bankman-Fried could be facing decades in prison. Supposedly, Sam got more wealthy or richer than any person in history just about and clearly lost just as much wealth as, as any person in history. So it, it really captions the modern way of making money online, you know, be it cryptocurrency or otherwise, and the vast fortunes on paper or, or wherever it was recorded that were supposedly made that way and lost as well. John Stensalt is the Australian's Lists editor. I suspect that the way the technology is going, people will still try to make money quickly. You know, you can take your company around the world, you can trade money around the world so quickly and so simply. So there is clear 
demand for the product, whether the, the value of the product in the future holds up, I think that's probably anyone's guess. Coming up, why the crypto cookie was already crumbling before Sam Bankman-Fried wound up in a prison cell. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one had been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for CrimeX Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime. You don't need to know a lot about crypto to know that it was already in a pretty bad way before it all went south at FTX. In May of last year, when the US Federal Reserve raised its benchmark rate, crypto investors scrambled to offload their coins. In the months that followed, some lenders tried to stem the bleed by freezing withdrawals. Others defaulted on their own loans. By early November, Bankman Fried's scam was exposed and FTX was unravelling. Lenders have been shutting down or going bankrupt ever since. And those bored ape NFTs everyone was so stoked about a year ago are now worth literally nothing. Zip, zilch, nada. Australia's crypto scene hasn't escaped the fallout either. The collapse of FTX cost one Australian wagering company an eye-watering sum of money. Here's John Stensalt again. It's a company called PlayUp, which is an online gambling company. A Sydney entrepreneur called Daniel Simic takes it over, has a bit of success taking the brand into America, pivots to cryptocurrency. FTX gets interested in it because Sam Bankman-Free wanted to tap into that online gambling phenomenon that was sweeping America. At one stage, Daniel thought he'd struck it big time. He had negotiated a, a sale of PlayUp to FTX for about $650 million. Australian dollars last year. Now, he spent July and August actually in the Bahamas talking to FTX officials, but literally just as he thought he was about to clinch the deal, FTX collapsed. So to cut a long story short, poor old Daniel had to leave the Bahamas with not much money at all. Sam Bankman-Fried isn't the only crypto boss in the sights of authorities. Back in February, the founder of exchanges called TerraUSD and Terra Luna was charged by the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC. Do Kwon allegedly misled investors who bought millions of dollars worth of his failed cryptocurrencies, and then he appeared to fall off the face of the earth. In September, Interpol issued an international red notice for his arrest, but no one was able to catch him. There were sightings of him in Dubai and Serbia, but no solid leads until now. He was later arrested in Montenegro and is on house arrest while he awaits trial. The SEC has also sued Binance, which is the biggest crypto exchange in the world, and another one called Coinbase for dodgy dealings. But Bankman-Fried is a big fish, and many are probably wondering what a guilty verdict would mean for crypto's future. 
Look, a lot of people have made a lot of money very quickly out of crypto. Now, I think there's clearly still a demand for it for all sorts of reasons. There's a fair chunk of the Australian population that has cryptocurrency trading accounts or has dabbled in it. Gambling is a really big phenomenon with cryptocurrency, even though it's not legal in a lot of places, including Australia. So, look, there's clearly still money to be made. It's going to go up and down in value. As to what its long-term future is, I don't think anyone could predict that, other than there's going to be some clear demand, you know, potentially from you know, younger investors, younger uh, consumers that want to use it, that want to trade in it, that want to spend money with it. But it's very, very hard to see you know, where it might actually go. John Stensolt is The Australian's Lists Editor. Thanks for joining us on The Front this week. Our team is Claire Harvey, Leah Samaglou, Jasper Leake, Tiffany Dimack and me, Kristen Amiot. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthyish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthyish and Extra Healthyish wherever you get your podcasts.